Yeah, so when you roll the backwoods, you kind of just, like, roll the middle and bite off the ends, right? Is that what you're doing? Or do you actually, like... <laughs> I'm serious, because I've, I've been trying to roll one. That's how I do it when you nobody roll, shows me. Well... Because I can roll a blunt, but, like, a backwoods is... the same exact way that you roll it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I was told. Yeah, mm. so... It rolled itself. What happens is, when you roll blunts, you always try to make it even. Right. Because everything's even on yours. Yeah. When you unroll the backwood, the bottom part is the bottom part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you unroll it and kind of, like, try to exactly retrace that curve. Yep. It ain't really hard, because once you... This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool, Rook. If you ain't Sippin' with Sammy, you ain't Sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already, and you wouldn't have had a shot yet. I got my guy, Keith Freeman, in here with me, Coles and Dave. What's up, yeah, bro? Yeah, 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 Keith Free TG. What's the deal, bro? It's a pleasure, man. There we go. Oh, good. Yeah, the mic is mobile, man. My bad, man. You know me, man. I got to stop acting like this is my first time being here. Nah, it's all good. And um, I got my guy, George Engel Brooks, a.k.a. Georgie Goodwood. What's going on? How you, man? I'm great, man. Look great. Even better now. Even better now. I heard that. You bought the white frames out today, so that's uh, that's yeah. a good move. Because I lost the clear frames. <laughs> <laughs> now, a little background on George. I met George at a festival or outdoor event performing with his guitar. It's him and his guitar, and he killed it. And then I was introduced to George, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's dope. And Kay said, he said he's never done a rap record before. He wants to do mm. a hip-hop record. Mm. Like, we're going to do that. Yeah, shit was fun. Yeah. So then we we made it to doing something special, which um you heard before um, um was produced by Marley over over a Marseille beat, and um that's a, that's a joint I've been loving that lately, and then um got you on a concert series, yeah. Also, yeah. He also introduced me to Chef Mishu, who y'all might have seen a couple episodes back. So Georgie just been that. around a little bit, but how Hanging you been, out. man? Good man, working like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Trying to feel normal again. Trying to feel normal again. I heard that. I yeah. heard that. Keith, how you feeling today, man? Um, I'm good, man. God is the greatest, man. I'm like he said, just trying to feel normal. I felt that. I made that make a lot of sense. Yeah, I like that too. You know, you could take that in a lot of ways. So, especially as a performer, performer. absolutely, everything absolutely. shut down. Absolutely. Such a major part of our identity was gone for like. Two years. That's that's what birth. That's what birthed mine. Honestly, I was about to say that's when he started making a lot of tracks. Birth mine. Yeah, I need to get on that. And um, congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Boy, got the whole full page right up. What paper is this? The local Revive Media. Checking my local. Yeah, right up on my guy. He just released a project um a couple days ago, man. Had a um shout out to Glockaway. You had the listening event Glockaway. How did that feel, man? You had a nice turnout. It was surreal, man. Um, it was only it was my second time having the event for like a release, mm-hmm. but um, it was the first time that um I did it with uh you know my network being as big as it is, as it is now. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a blessing. It, it was real surreal, man. Um, it was a lot of love. Uh, like I said, I was happy to see you there. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? You know no, you've been real instrumental in just making me comfortable. 
you know, moving around in the, in the game. So um, it, it was just surreal, man. But it was a lot of love. I'm glad that people love the music. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm glad they just uh, enjoyed the, the scene and just enjoyed the vibes that I like to, you know, create. Word, 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 word. Now, speaking of vibes, first, let's explain to people why you are Georgie Goodwood. Because oh, yeah, yeah. we just yeah. it's going to be crazy for people. Uh, I'm so. a carpenter, yeah. I build uh-huh. furniture and... Yeah, it was funny. It was honestly a friend of mine. We were hammered, and she was like, "You got to change your Instagram name." And I was like, "What should it be?" And she said, uh, "Georgia Goodwill." We just went with it. Yo, everybody, and uh, so. shout out to Ian, my my redhead friend. He um he had a weird name, <laughs> and a female told him to do yeah. it too. Yeah, if it's, <laughs> it's honestly usually a good idea. It's usually a good idea. If it's funnier, people will notice it more. You know? mm-hmm. I think it's. I think for an Instagram tag, it is kind of perfect because it is funny. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. he don't take himself too serious, and he's a carpenter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can, you know I can explain it away before you get offended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the best names people give to us, we don't come yeah. up like growing uh, up. You wasn't supposed to really make your own name or yeah. nickname. Somebody's yeah. supposed to give it to you. So yeah, that's how the best ones come about. All of mine came about that. Anything that stuck, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I repeat, yeah. What was your else What was your least favorite nickname in your whole life? Um, Pro Tools Rook, probably. Pro Tools Rook? Pro Tools Rook. Because Rook, Ruga has always been one of my nicknames since, like, okay. young adult. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where we had a studio, and I learned Pro Tools so that I could record everybody else. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to mix that, mix anything down, but I could record the session, mm-hmm. save the file. And my man, when he got time, he would do it. You know, that way he wouldn't yeah. have to record all that. Yeah, you like the dirty work so they started mm-hmm. joking, and it became a joke that I was Pro Tools Ruga. And that's the reason I say my least favorite is because it really didn't... It was only... It was only for that moment, mm-hmm. like I, like put you in a box for yeah, a minute. Yeah, so. because I was only doing it to help them, and once that situation dissolved, I ain't touch Pro Tools six yeah, yeah, <laughs> on that yeah. side. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But um, everything used to end in Ruga, like they just make up um, Reverend mm-hmm. Ruga, mm-hmm. Barstool Ruga, mm-hmm. like it just be mm-hmm. anything. Let me wear a sweater. That's how I got Reverend Ruga. I had a sweater on at a basketball game yeah. with the thick um. It was the winner. It was the winner. But it was like but it was like it was a cream joint, everybody's had hoodies on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I can't I couldn't pull it off, but But, um, already you. No, I mean we slim and and, and when you slim and tall, sometimes you just certain looks you Mm -hmm. can do. I'm gonna buy a turtleneck and I'll send you a picture. You tell me it's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be hilarious. But how long you been in the carpentry? Uh, probably like five years now. Mm. I uh, I did sales and shit. I I got a degree out of Drexel, two thousand thirteen, and marketing. I did sales for a bunch of years, and then mm. the quota just uh, destroyed my mental health. Like mm. living month to month, mm. just trying to make that number. Mm-hmm. When sometimes people just don't want your fucking product. Mm-hmm. And I was a miserable person. And ex girlfriend said, "You're miserable. Do something about it. Like if you don't want to do this, do something else." Yeah. And I was like, I just want to build shit. And I just happened to be talking to one of the bartenders at a bar I play music at in South Philly. It's not there anymore, actually. The pandemic killed that bar. Uh, Connie's Rick Rack. Mm-hmm. Remember I remember Connie's. Yep. Um, bartender there at the time, Kat, was, you know, she's everybody's impromptu therapist because mm-hmm. she's the bartender. So right. she got to hear me bitch and moan for a while about not liking <laughs> my job. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I guess she was paying attention because then, like, she connected me with a band who was doing furniture on the side to pay the bills while they they were signed to RCA Records. They're actually doing all right. So my buddy, uh, my buddy Paul, who owns the company I work for, hmm. 
Um, he and his brother had a band called Bel Air, and they were doing good, um, but they just needed some side money, and the side money ended up becoming Paul's business. Dope. That's so, dope. So I've been with Paul for, like like I said, four, I think coming up on five years. But, and, like, uh, how does good shit. you had to be in carpentry before officially taking that job? I was just, like, like, a weird kid. My dad had a workshop. I would, like, get scrap wood and cut it together and make, like, rubber band guns and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. My dad was an electrician. Made a potato gun before? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Have you? No. Shit's great. It's great. Yo, your face when I said it was crazy. Yeah, it's great. Go ahead. But yeah, he's like, we're just like tinkering his kids. I was like building stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I my, like I said, my dad was an electrician. I guess being raised by trades tradesmen, like you see the value in working with your hands, right? And I think I had a hard time deriving the same value from hustling and trying to sell some shit for somebody else. Question. Now. Your dad and them, mm. that was their way. Mm-hmm. Your generation, we're taught that we have to do different things. Yeah. And well, I think it was actually, well, actually what the issue was, my dad was like a big reader. And he was like, well, you got to go to Drexel. They got mm-hmm. the top graduates and shit. And my, like, honestly, mm-hmm. like we couldn't afford fucking Drexel. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm super blessed because I took out like $220,000 in loans. Mm. Never was going to be able to pay it. And my mom was a co-signer. My mom's disabled. She happened to file for this a loan forgiveness for people with disabilities. Mm. And wipe that off. Bro. Like wow. two hundred grand gone. Gone. And I like knock on wood, but like I it ain't on my credit report credit report right now and I'm not going to ask questions. No, it actually helped your credit report. Boosted you. It's like I got a fresh start and that was only like a year ago and I'm like no, that's still kinda good. making sure that's it ain't coming heavy. back and trying to do good that's things to repair my thing. credit and that's heavy. Because yeah, like you said, you were you were taught you have to go this yeah. way. You have yeah. to do this. Well, I think it was my, you know, my dad worked 60, 70 hours for years. And he's like, well, I don't want my son to work 60, 70 hours. I want him to get a piece of paper so he can work, my dad you know, never a wanted little me to work and make a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad never wanted me to work on my hands. And he, you know, my family yeah. business is barbershops. So they're all barbers. My dad, mm-hmm. my grandfather, my mm-hmm. uncle, rest in peace, my grandfather, my mm-hmm. uncle. But like, they taught, my uncle and my grandfather taught me how to cut, but my dad never did. Mm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because he knew that it's a lot of money that come with that that might be a distraction from wanting to finish and go to college and things yeah. like that because I'm making yeah. money now. You're a young man yeah. with money in your yeah. pocket. He knows what that does. You know what I mean? I think there is value to college if you're going to like <clears throat> seek a specific set of knowledge from maybe a, an absolute expert who happens to teach at that, that college. I could see college in that light. But if you're like a self-motivated person that's going to go out and find knowledge anyway, I wouldn't waste money on college. But this is a new rationalization mm-hmm. that yeah. comes from a generation where more of us went to college yeah. and yeah. said everybody should have the opportunity to, but everybody doesn't need to. Yeah. yeah. You see is, what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is cr- like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's deep because like, like where we come from, it's like going to college is like. You, you got to do that. It's like, I mean, it's a major accomplishment regardless, but it's like a thing. It's like, but even but just going straight from everybody. high school, yeah, even just going saying. straight from high yeah, school, yeah, it's yeah. like, that's, that's yeah. something that's not even feasible for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally, yeah. Um, financially, you yeah. know what I mean? I had a homie well, I that. I also don't think, I don't think like, whoever's advising you at that age, they're not, not necessarily interested in knowing who you are and what you want to be. No, they want you, what's best for you, but they might, that might like take some, they have three piles lessons. of recommendations. Yeah. yeah they're giving yeah. it 200 kids. Like I'll get there. <laughs> and it's always just been the same few couple options. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So going to college has been like, the, for me, it really, it taught me to 
like go on my like do my own thing like because i was always got good grades in school i really to, i don't know if i got adhd or something mm-hmm. but for me i could not pay i'll, I'll get bored mm-hmm. like if i really not in yeah interested in it a certain class i'll get bored i'll pass sometimes that means it's not challenging you then yeah like yeah. I, I i wouldn't know what it was but it led to eventually um you know i was bad with math because in high school that i played basketball the math teacher was the basketball coach mm-hmm. so the basic math that just got right through that mm-hmm. so when i got to college it was like damn i'm really who am i doing this for mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying was i really like i really wasn't doing it for me i was doing it because it was the, the day, way it was the exactly was that the was way. the way you know what i mean but once i got kicked out and i felt like i fell like mm-hmm. i feel like damn i didn't let my parents down yeah. i had to wake up from that like i'm only 19 years old yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a like bunch my life ain't over nope you know what i'm saying and i, I never turned back you no f when you join the yeah, exactly good. exactly man and it's it's, it's Still really and make a way it's it's a deep it's a deep thing man it's a deep conversation for people you know everybody should have the opportunity but it's not for everybody <laughs> not for sure yeah. especially straight out of house and yeah like i say at the time and like you know we know people that went Maybe that first opportunity to go was when they retired mm-hmm. and they went and got there mm-hmm. and they still fulfilled that. Mm-hmm. But they, they took care of their kids and did their thing and, and solidified their life before having to go do that. You yeah. know what I mean? And whether that was ideal for them or not, they got through it and they still got to their yeah. dream. And I think that we have to stop putting the pressure on the the rotation of it, like yeah. the, the yeah. system of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we yeah. always want the opposite of what we had. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like our, our dads worked with their hands or, you know, so they, they saw... They saw an article that said, you know, you don't got to get blisters anymore. You can make money. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, I want that for my son. He means well. I know my dad means well. But it doesn't Just imagine mean like- my dad been cutting hair for about 60 years. Imagine what professions he cuts. You know what I mean? What yeah. type of guys sit in them chairs, what yeah. they drive, what they talk yeah. about. Barbara's like a bartender. You like, know what I mean? Like another so one of those professions where you're like You see everything and you like, yo, my son's smart enough to do what they do. Mm-hmm. He's tough enough to be able to take what they complain about. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you start directing them that way. Like, I have, like, uncles that are damn near godfathers that judges and, you know what I mean? Stuff like that because they was always around me. Yeah. Because of his, you know, his upbringing and that barbershop. Barbershop was crazy. But so how do you audition for a job as a carpenter? Did they just let you in because you're a fellow musician? It was <laughs> pretty, like, we just got to let much. you in. Pretty much. I think the post was like some real, what did it say? It said like, looking for somebody who enjoys building coffee, uh, beer, mm-hmm. and I, I forget like the full list, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, that's me. Like I just commented on the post. And we went and got coffee like the next day, and then <laughs> that's crazy. And then I ended up working with him since oh, then. What the fuck? Post. Facebook post. Facebook sounds like you. Same Honestly, I ain't made a resume same. since I graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> I might have had a couple for some sales jobs, but it was all bullshit. Like that's crazy. So how long um, with the music? Because play the fuck out of guitar. Mm-hmm. I've been doing music for a while. Like, you have to because you're doing both at the same damn time with distractions. Yeah, yeah I think so, so I was a high performing student too but I think in my adult life I noticed ADHD in myself mm. just because like I do now have an awful awful time focusing yeah. staying on task and yeah. stuff but yeah. um, never blame the reefer the, uh, with, with, with music oh, oh I know I'm just going to say that yeah. Yeah. it's not the weed it's yeah, not yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's never not the, the weed. Bud, <laughs> it's never uh, the bud 
but for some reason when I'm playing music it's like a, you know you, you're in the zone like yeah. you hear like you write I don't I haven't heard your music but like you know when you when you're singing your shit you just like this is like muscle memory yeah it just, it just yeah. goes yeah so how long hell yeah uh, I played piano when I was seven didn't like mm-hmm. it my grandpa was real like strict about it like he was a military guy mm-hmm. but uh I my piano teacher when I was like 13 passed away Mr. Boyce down the block hell of a dude hell of a dude too. that's crazy um great guy taught me a lot and then at first it was the catalyst that made me switch to guitar mm. and then i met this crazy hippie lady in south jersey named margie mcwilliams and she taught me all this crazy stuff on guitar mm. at 13 at 13 and then i just kind of got you know you play for your friends you know trying to impress people do shit like that like trying to trying to hook up with girls and shit you learn shit in college playing in front of people and then enough people are like you should go do this in front of people yeah, yeah. Huh. you're like oh maybe i will yeah. go to some open mics and shit open mics honestly is like the soul of i feel like like being creative in philly open mm-hmm. mics is like if you don't if you haven't played an open mic you don't know what it feels like like yeah it's definitely right you're missing passage. a lot you're missing a lot and i i, I mean like i tell people all the time you gotta show up to these rooms man That's you it, it's inspiring you meet a lot of people that you want to work with or that you want to support even. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's a lot that comes out of those experiences when you go to the right ones. And there's a lot of good ones in the, in the area, yeah. it, depending on what network you, you yeah. surround yourself with. So many different kinds of artists, too. Absolutely. Run into somebody to do your album art while you're, you know what I mean? Like, shit like that. All it's of like that. Full-on networking. I've seen people try to grab my DJs for their tours and shit. Like, <laughs> you you never know where you go bump into that piece that you're missing sometimes. You know? Yeah. That's one of them things. Um, shout out to members only. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to members only. Ace and Missy, they, they put together a nice room full of up-and-coming people, and I've seen all the talent in the room grow together. You're the reason I came there the first time. Am I? I remember I, remember I came there, and I was like, you said I can't because you was yeah, it. Yeah, that's the only thing. Because I was like, I wanted to perform somewhere. I was like, you know, I need to start finding more places to perform. And okay. I seen that, John. I'm like, I, you know, I heard a lot about 1122, seeing this shit. So I was looking and I was like, oh, damn, Sam going to be there. All right, bet. I just go see. I'm, I'm, I'll be comfortable if I know he there. You know what I'm saying? And long well, he was there. <laughs> and the only motherfucker shouting me out while I was doing the song. So I mean, that's exactly how the I felt. reason why I started going there. You know? yeah. Nah, I okay. mean, I like doing that kind of shit for people. I like to be able to hear that. I, yeah. Because you built a network off of that room that exactly. just wasn't that's somewhere that, that you performed that's at. That's exactly why I'm so saying So I think that, that yeah. that's a um, beautiful thing. Yeah. Speaking of 1122 and Ace, little background on the project, man. What's the name of the project? Who produced it? The One. Produced by Ace the Chemist, mm-hmm. my dog, one and only man, Pop, uh, super producer. That mm-hmm. what they calling him? Cause I mean, damn, he he could he could he could sing, he could rap, he could make beats, and um, engineering at a high engineer level. at a high level. Mm-hmm. And I and I told him, you know, for this album, one of the things that uh, like I'm I've I've always been big into music, and when you listen to like the old old like. Biggie songs. Mm-hmm. Puff made it very easy. Mm-hmm. Big killed them Jones, but he made it very easy in the sense of take care of your verses. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do on these verses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of the music, the sound, the you know, some of these crazy. hooks, the producing, yeah. the you sampling. Can, 
if you know music, you could tell that there was post production done. There was sounds added after. Yeah, the, you yeah, know what I mean? all that, all that stuff that people don't yep. take the time to do. Yeah, and um, working with Ace, it's a it's a lot of songs on there that he made it real easy for me to like make make a great song just by fully focusing on the concept of the song and delivering my verses. So um, I give him a lot of credit on that. Yeah, I give him a lot of credit Ace on that. Ace ain't one that did eighty percent of the last two and i got one coming soon projects mm-hmm. that i dropped he mm-hmm. did most of them joints yeah man great and it's... they all everything sound different every time i play the music for somebody like so who produced this that's same boy yeah <laughs> that's the crazy part yeah. <laughs> same guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta get yeah. you to lock it with ace you gotta bring your guitar too yeah i'll be down oh yeah, yeah. that'd be lit yeah that'd yeah, be yeah, lit. yeah and um still gotta get another session in with marseille man that was fun especially since mm-hmm. we went in there with with nothing and i love that song Mm-hmm. And um, two can't please it, so mm-hmm. I know it's a good one because mm-hmm. I don't have to be there. That should be on. <laughs> that should be on. Shout out Toast to two. To that. Absolutely, I drink to that. I love walking in on the song on and the motherfucker playing it. Didn't even know I was there. He was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the energy of Black Aware, though. Yeah, it happens a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. But what's your favorite thing that you've carved? Me, carved. I don't carve much shit. Uh, <laughs> Cut it off and put it together. Dope. My favorite shit. Uh, there was a time a few years ago where I was doing some welding, mm. and we were doing a, a table base that was like really geometric and involved, and it was it took me way longer than a professional welder would take, but it came out pretty cool. That's dope. That's dope. That's a picture. Like if somebody asks what I do, I show people that picture. So on average, what do you do on a regular basis in the shop? A lot of like solid wood cabinetry. Mm-hmm. Like somebody will want, order like a record cabinet, mm-hmm. and they want like on the left the record mission, record you know mm-hmm. player and uh, record storage and stuff, and I'll put brass hardware on it and stuff, and make it look real fancy. How long that take? Uh, probably like a week and a half for one cabinet, two weeks maybe, including finishing and sanding. Do you go to bed thinking about this shit? Sometimes, yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Because you, yeah, you, know, you know you're not done. Because it's because it's, <laughs> you know, it's the same. Yeah, that's, yeah. Building furniture, baking a cake, cooking food, mm-hmm. writing a song, like it's all the same. You're creating something for t- an emotional response from somebody else. Do you know Absolutely, what I mean? that's real. Absolutely, that's real. That's a that's a good way to look at it. So like that's I I felt like that's what I was afraid to do when I when I switched from marketing and sales to to furniture. I was so afraid of that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like, I thought he was going to go the aspect of creating something out of nothing. Like, with, you that know too. what I mean? That because too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't it's think very people understand what yeah. that's like, especially when you realize, like, yo, I can do this shit. Like, yeah. like I can yeah. go to the studio every yeah. time and come out yep. with something. With I can go yep. to the to the shop every time and come out with something. Yeah. You it's know what I mean? It's also, like, yeah. inherent yeah. value yeah. in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you created it. Mm-hmm. You wrote the song. You and built that it's shit. So like, I ain't gonna lie. It, man, it's one of the... I talk a lot of shit. I talk my shit. I have a high self-esteem. <laughs> confident person. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, it's so harder to receive that shit than it is to give it. You know what I'm saying? Like... For sure. Like, like, we, like it's... Sometimes I can't believe... Some like that the shit that people react to the music the mm-hmm. way they do the sometimes feedback. you know what I'm saying just like it can't I, it you can't be that syndrome. powerful but when I huh you, you got that imposter syndrome yeah you think everybody's yeah. just trying to be nice to you yeah yeah but like yeah nah, because it's a nice I feel like that because it's 
<laughs> a nice like because in my music it's good content yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying because yeah. people could tell that it's genuine or it's real comfortable no but like you can rap bro like both of y'all are dope um and i get feedback about both of y'all like especially since you did the concert series and we had a record together like motherfuckers is fucking mm-hmm. with you that you mm-hmm. ain't never met and everybody that, that keeps is around like when he's not around and his song come on and some shit Motherfuckers like this nigga keys, bro. Yeah, like motherfuckers great. really genuinely. We gotta like, send each other. We gotta trade music yeah, later. Sure. <laughs> we gotta exchange <laughs> ideas and all of that. Yeah. But um, it's it's a genuine thing with with you two guys, and um, it's hard to accept a compliment a lot of times anyway, and especially because part of it is staying at a level to where you feel like you still humble enough to create on that level. Like you don't want to get ahead of yourself, so it's yeah, like yeah. I'll take yeah. it, but I don't really want to take it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like the sh- yeah. it's the shows that you went to throughout from like when you were a kid that inspired you to do this shit. And mm-hmm. you're comparing it to that, you're like, well, I'm not that yet. That I'm not too. like that's like, well, maybe you too. are. Maybe you are that to somebody. Maybe somebody yeah. had that moment in your room. Well, you th- know, like that's the realization I've been coming to recently. Like. Mm-hmm with the um, accolades that have been coming with the, the work. Like, you, mm-hmm. you got a full page mm-hmm. on it as soon as you open the paper. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that don't come from nowhere. That means somebody saw something. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because yeah. they, yeah. they, they took time to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. not, you know, yeah. it's work. Yeah. Um, the things that they write on the awards that they've been giving me, legend, voice mm-hmm. of a generation, mm-hmm. like, oh, people think of me like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I got to deal with that. Yeah. Now that's another responsibility, but at the same time, I got to still authentically be me. Yeah. Like half the time when I'm staying on stage with these politicians, I'm tipsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Sammy. Yeah, like, and you know the beautiful thing about that's like Snoop Dogg. No matter where he go, you know you it, might, he, it might it's gonna smell like some bud when he mm-hmm. walk in. He smoked you know at the White House. Yeah, right? like you know that's that's part of who he is, and that's <laughs> and people love him for that. Like, yeah. so yeah, that, that's how it's supposed to be, man. Yeah, and that's how it is because. I'm not going to disrespect anybody. I'm not going to violate right, anything. But right, I'm going to come right. as I am. Yeah. Because they told me in multiple religions that I've heard that you was able to come as you are. Yeah. And yeah. you figure out the rest as as we progress in yeah. this journey. Yeah. Yeah. But my intentions are my intentions. And I'm going to show up. But I'm yeah. going to have this in the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Ain't nothing wrong with 15 that. minute walk. I'm going to take in the middle of this thing all yeah. that. Yeah. But, but I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm here, man. But um, recording the music or performing the music, both of y'all. What do you? What do you like the most? Yeah, performing it for sure. Performing it. Yeah. Keith. Yeah, I would have to. uh, I mean, I like the recording. It's such a fine line, but I can say performing it because then I'm I'm able I'm able to get it to the people. You know what I'm saying? Right there in front of them. You know what I mean? And not that I've had the biggest crowds yet. But knowing when it's two or three people right there that literally heard yeah. the words coming when out, they, feel, they felt they felt they yeah, felt they need to like say yeah, something to you. Yeah, that made the time in the booth worth it. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of three or four people, like you got a shout out on my page from Sue. Suzanne that was heavy, Christine. man. Shout out to Sue, man. Is in my comments, shout you out. Like she's a big deal, and yes. salute to her. Yes. She just dropped the um, yes. remix with Mayno the um, last couple days, so. Mm-hmm. Check her out on mm-hmm. that. What's that? Levels. So many levels, I think it is. Yeah, levels. Yeah, that Remaino. So that was that's a big deal. And she just killed the roots picnic. So yeah. salute the sis, man. Yeah. But like yeah. those things aren't happenstance. Like Del P know who you is. Del P wanna you know what I mean Shout situate with you yeah. 
all of those type of yeah. things. Like these are real things, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like you done something, like you said, in the pandemic when a lot of people had to slow down and recalibrate. You picked up a lot of traction. Like I still remember being introduced to you by Dean. Yeah. Like I yeah. still remember that, and yeah. I remember telling you like, "Well, just keep coming around, just be around." Said that. I remember that. Said I remember that. that. <clears throat> George. George, George, George. You gotta start doing shows again. I feel like I haven't. I haven't been performing out. Uh, you asked that question, but I haven't been fucking performing. Well, I mean, I still got concert series you could be a part of. Just because you did yeah. it once, don't mean you can't do it again. Yeah, um, so it's just like I've been stuck with that with that shit. Like, and well, yeah. um, I'll keep you in mind when when there's some things coming up. Cause yeah. it'll, no, it'll, it'll it's be not stuff. even. It's not even for a lack of opportunity. It's like I, I definitely feel differently about the music. That I wrote. I feel like I'm a different person after this. So now you want to create. I feel like I'm tired of my own, my own shit. Honestly, mm. Mm. like if I'm if I'm being honest, I'm tired of my own shit, mm. and I haven't written anything in a while. Mm. What's like, your process for that? You see, that's it. the thing. There's always a lack of a process. Like, <laughs> I got lucky and wrote, <laughs> I got lucky and wrote a song. I did it like yeah, <laughs> that's real, bro. I'm I felt like that about my first project. Yeah. 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 I got lucky. <laughs> like twenty times, I got lucky, and a song came out. And now I'm like, wow, I hope 21 happens. <laughs> I really hope 21 happens. Yeah, that's uh, real. Well, you know what they say, man. <laughs> Put creative people in a room, crack the door like got it. Mm, I mean, that's, I, I never heard that, but I like it. <laughs> that's real. Jay-Z said it on one of them um, movies or something. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But I, I felt it because it's like similar to, to the process we talk about with Ace. Mm-hmm. Ace builds them beats in front of me. Yeah, and half yeah. the time, either most of the time, it's as soon as I get in there. But sometimes he's already on it when I get there. Yeah, but by the time he's eighty percent done the beat, I'm done the hook in my first verse. Yeah, like I'm I'm ready to start because mm-hmm. we good. We you know what I mean? That synergy yeah. is 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 a motherfucker. Right? I need to do more collaborating. Honestly, I did a lot of solo writing, mm-hmm. and collaboration got- has always paid me well. And I just like for some reason, I mean. You know, during the during the past couple of years, collaboration was like a word that didn't occur. You know? And mm-hmm. you don't start. See, you start with a melody. You don't start with a beat, right? Because you play guitar afterwards. Yeah, I would probably say I like pick a chord progression, hunt and hum a melody, and then I might have like a song topic in mind, and I'll just mm-hmm. see the thing that I see so, the, the thing that I think separates me from what you do is I can't do it on the spot at all can't do it mm-hmm. in front of people I ha- it's a very private thing for me for a while every song is very private mm-hmm. and then I play it That's and real. I'm like okay now now it's That's out real. there it's you did it on private until special. it's not wow. he wasn't comfortable yeah. but he did it on something yeah, I was special. like very much outside my comfort zone but that did occur- so I'm saying like but I'd be collaboration pays dividends I do so that to people more on purpose though because like you gotta get you have to if <clears throat> little baby say I need a feature yeah and it's 30 Motherfuckers in the studio. Yeah. Do you reserve the right to clear the studio, or do you have yeah. a job to do? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, you, know, and you know, with that, it that's crazy. Shout out the shout out to my network because they got me into that because I was just like that. Mm-hmm. That songs was real private. I I, I would write my shit written before I came to the mm-hmm. studio, which is great. Man. Which is great, but like I say, with Ace, sometimes you yeah, know what you get yourself he into. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't send me no beats. He was just be like, "Yo, come to the studio." Come pull up That's and I'll let like you hear work, some, Which is a blessing. Yeah. I think what stresses me out if I think about it though is like, see, if I say some corny shit by myself, 
it wasn't out. It, you know, nobody yeah, else heard it. It's like if a tree that. falls in the but, corny, if but, a tree falls in the forest. But corny is part of the art, right? Like yeah, the way that you yeah. would say something personally is what makes you the artist that you are, right? Yeah. Now what I was thinking since you were talking <laughs> about um how you do it, chord progression, melody, and so forth, you would probably you probably should get some beats. Mm. You probably should get some production from somebody else. Yeah, I'm totally there. And that'll jumpstart your creativity mm-hmm. because yeah. you're not trying to do all three. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was saying when we were working together, like I, that was a step in the direction of like broadening my horizons musically. Because mm-hmm. I had been stuck in the in the like guy with a guitar zone for so many years, you know. Still, no. I, I still am, and I still like that part part of my music. It's just you know. But you got I'm ready range. for a new part, new yeah. chapter in music. You have range. You have different pockets. You can hit different cadences. You can hit if you're not strapped down to a guitar the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's the next step. I'm gonna keep that in mind. We are gonna figure that out soon. Definitely gonna do that soon. But like I said, I was just happy when we got out of that day. And once I got another mix on it, I cut um part of my second verse shorter, and I was just I, I love it now. Yeah, you it's know? in my rotation. Like work my work music, I listen mm-hmm. to it. Dope, yeah. dope, you listen dope. to your own shit? <clears throat> yeah, usually when I'm drunk, though. You know what I do True. when I'm drunk? I watch my performances, mm. and I grind myself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch old performances, you new know, performances. Yeah. If it's Because I got quite a bit of performances <laughs> on YouTube on the low. <laughs> like, more than people really think. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mad Lab. I got a bunch out there, too. four years with a camera. That's lit. But, like, yeah, so, like, I'll watch that shit and be like, oh, he was drunk. Or he was too drunk. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I do that. Mm-hmm. And I wake up the next day and it's not on me you no. Know? Like it's just that moment. Like, mm-hmm. but but it, it makes me more intentional in oh, the future. Listen, remember that festival mm-hmm. when um we did that? I did that last song and I fucked that verse up mm-hmm. and I just kept saying that shit like, "Damn, oh, I'm a best man." <laughs> he was like, "Fuck it, it's on to the next song." Go yep. ahead. Because I look back then and I'm looking at that shit like ah, grinding myself up. Later but it's on. a thing. Oh, but man, it's I like, no, keep it going. Yeah, and you learn. Yeah, just keep yeah. it moving. Like. I, last time I did the um, One Art Festival, the um, joint is coming up soon too. The beat, the um, the band messed up my beat, and I kind of um, I kind of barked on them. Like I said something like, I think I started freestyling, and I was like, "Fuck it, if they go fuck my shit up, I might as well." Yeah. Like, and I'm yeah. like, "Why did you say that?" But I was so drunk by then, bro. Man. And that's what I be trying to control. But them all day festival joints, and I'm interviewing all day. <laughs> the whole day I got a tent up doing interviews, mm-hmm. drinking mm-hmm. with people. Oh, we sipping? Yeah, yeah we sipping. It's like you know, smashed by the end yeah. of it. Out of my, I might have had eight gold monkeys. That could be your thing, though. That could be your thing, though. Like the end of your yeah. interviews, you're just bombed drunk, and it's funny. Well, if you, <laughs> if you pay attention, see, I know because I notice it in the moment. Like when I'm doing the pod, I can tell when people when drunk hits them. Yeah. I can tell. And I know when it hits me. But I definitely see where people loosen up. I be like, this is the part where that motherfucker was like, oh. That <laughs> shit started kicking in. Yeah, a friend of mine has a podcast we did. I did a few months ago. Probably a year ago now, honestly. And uh, we were drinking. And we got so drunk that we didn't remember finishing the podcast. So we actually had to come back and see if we recorded it. <laughs> Yo. That's crazy. But it was not our intentions. He's like a dad now. He's got a beautiful daughter, and like he just had like some strong beers. We hadn't seen each other in a while, so we just drank real hard, real fast. 
and just kept talking until Ooh. that's like how did, <laughs> like how did I get home last night? Yeah. <laughs> but the podcast out. came together. It was actually all right. It was, it was, long as it was, it was solid. dope. See, I'm solid. good with me. I don't think I've ever really put myself in a position talking where it was like you shouldn't really did that yeah, yeah. on air. But like I've had a couple performance moments where I like yeah, you was an idiot. <laughs> you was an idiot. I don't know if I've had any like full on. I definitely have had like string breaks and shit. Would they you suck. Um, string when a string breaks mm-hmm. as a guitarist with a guy on a guitar when a string breaks, that is one of the worst things that could possibly happen. I can't tell you how many times like yeah. I've come to a gig, and in one of my first songs, <coughs> got like twenty five people standing in front of me. They might have came for the headliner, but they were in front of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in the middle of one of my first songs and I break a string and I gotta figure out a way to play the, yeah, rest, the rest of my of songs, songs with five strings <laughs> that's crazy you can't even feel the guitar doesn't even feel the same anymore because it has five strings instead of six six right it don't yeah. feel right yeah. that's crazy but uh, like you are know, they like easy to put back on or it's like kind of so... but like you know I, I mean the, the last time I had a real bad string break was like I was probably like 24, 25 and I was pretty new at the performing side of things so I was like so flustered. It totally ruined my performance. Like, mm-hmm. I think since then I might have been a little more charismatic to be able to like talk through the string break, <laughs> and change the guitar, change yeah, it, you know, change it live. You gotta be. That's amazing. Like, I, uh, not me. Stressful. I ain't built. I'm not built, man. Yeah. Like even like you said, you took piano classes. I remember when I took piano classes. Like I had an old school piano teacher, mm. and I'm explaining what that means. Okay. There's form in piano, right? Mm-hmm. They would put quarters or pennies on your knuckles Ooh. to make sure that you kept your knuckles straight oh, while that's... playing the notes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They would also reserve the right to slap you with a ruler <laughs> on your knuckles. <laughs> my guy was nice. <laughs> mine was nice too, but he was from the old school. And I Smack think that shirt. was a little bit of what like took it took yeah. to find out of it funny. Yeah. <laughs> like I can still do um some warm up um progressions and shit, but I can't play now. Yeah, I don't pl- I haven't played piano in a long time. I do have a like a, a nice electric piano that if I plug it in it sounds real nice. But uh I play guitar. You said, but I play guitar. I'm the guy with the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean why not, man? Why not? What instruments you always wanted to play, Keys? You grew up um, playing the um cello? No, if I played the instrument, man, it would have probably been like the drums or something. See, my cousin that lived across the street from me had drums in his basement, right? Mm. And like, I'm from a heavy drill team block. Like, all the kids on the block was on the drill team type of shit. So like, we had real drummers. And I could hold a little joint. Mm. But like it was a girl on my block, my god brother, my cut. They was nice sort of jaws, like so. It was like I, I kind of wasn't yeah, early in line. Nice, you know, you got to wait twenty minutes mm-hmm. before you can sit down on a place because mm-hmm. the workouts is working out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I always had drums around. Drums was fun. Drums was fun. Yeah, it was a I just that was a good deal with the drums. That's one of the things that like open mics are great for because you make that network. And then yeah. everybody's got, you know, like somebody might sing a song, play play their guitar, their thing, and you can slide in on drums. And an open mic, it don't matter if you fuck that shit up. True. You know what I mean? True. Like it does not matter. You can literally, you, perf- you get, you like get to perform session, and yeah. like, nothing matters. Yeah, it's a jam session. Yeah. I've seen, shout out to Herb the Villain. I was at um, a spot one night and there was a bunch of, a bunch of musicians in there and they was rocking and there was singers in there. 
And I watch Irv hop from one instrument to the next instrument yeah. to the next instrument to the next mm. instrument. Then he rapped. He sang while playing the keyboard. Like he was like mm. transformer. Like he, he yeah. you know what I mean? Like he was like an alien in there. And I'm like, yo. Or one time I saw who was it? B.O.B. Bruno Mars yeah, and um, somebody else performed together. And they, they 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 did a set that like they each did a song a piece, and they rotated instruments the whole set. Oh, that's three cool. of them, and it was so crazy. Like that's cool. You just I mean that's that's like the kind brilliance of, of these people. Man. Like I can play I can play drums in four four timing really well. Mm-hmm. It's when it gets crazier than that. Bet. That like you probably shouldn't ask me to play drums on your song, uh-huh. you know? right, right. but like I did, it's so much fun to pick up try and pick up an instrument, especially as you start learning. There's definitely things that overlap, you know, a string instrument and a string instrument, yeah, and, a, absolutely. and rhythm Percussion, is rhythm. Yeah. Once you once you pick up rhythm, you you can learn most instruments. But can you read music? Oh, uh, there was a time. It's I'm definitely rusty. I'd have to like work my way through the notes, and then do it. I could barely count bars. I can't speed read. I can read. You could barely music. count bars. Yeah, I could barely count bars. Count <laughs> bars the easiest thing in the world. Like I don't. I just go. You know, you know what? No, that ain't enough. <laughs> you want I me to need four more. I think we need four more. <laughs> you want me to teach you how to count bars? Sure. Yeah. One, two, three, one. One, two, three, two. Yeah, yeah, one, right. Three, three. One, two, three, four. One, Makes two. Sense. No matter what the pace is, yeah. same count. Makes same sense. count. So it's a four count. Makes sense. Basically. But it's like once you have that in your head, and for me, I could feel, I could kind of feel bars at this point. And and bro, and like that's I know if it was an eight or twelve or sixteen. Once I get to the last playing. four, it's like that's when I can count. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, that's one. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'd be like, all right, I guess we got four left. Like you know, what yeah, I'm saying? because now you hear how much space is left on the yeah. beat too. But um, I used to like the freestyle a lot. So most times when I write, I don't really stop until the eight for the twelfth bar. Like, mm-hmm. my original thought runs me eight bars to 12 bars deep before I'm like, okay. what else I want to put on okay. this? So how do I yeah. rap this? So, you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. depending on where you at, it's that point where it's like, finish strong. Yeah. But like, yeah. I really could get like a lot off immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, so where we at? But mm-hmm. I could feel that part. Mm-hmm. So that's how my brain works. So can you, can you start a song, stop it, and say like come back to it a week later. Yeah, I can oh, do it yeah, because yeah, I'm in, yeah. I'm intentional about um my delivery and my energy now. Mm-hmm. I kind of know how to match it. Mm-hmm. I know um <clears throat> and I'm super critical. Like I've had a song one time that I had a session, I had a bunch of stuff I needed to get done in the session and my one man that I needed on the hook bought my other man that raps that never comes to the studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well shit. What beat y'all want to go to? We're going to make something. Y'all lay y'all verses. If we run out of time, I'll come back and lay mine. They kill it. I ride home like, if I don't body this joint, it's they song. Mm. Like, I got to let them have it. Beat was given to me and all. It's they song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to mess it up just because. Yeah. And I, kill, I wind up killing that joint. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I'm that serious about it. Like, I'll just, I'll let it go if I can't. So, to not have to do that, I have to be super intentional. Super intentional. Really? Like, and one thing about it, like, sometimes I try to go mellow. Ace don't like me mellow. Ace like me turned up. Mm. 
I'll do the joint. I'll get through clean. And Ace would be like, all right, so you ready? I got you, bro. But I kind of know how to control that, too, so that it doesn't always sound the same. Yeah. Because there was a point where motherfuckers was like, he's yelling. Mm. It don't sound like that no more. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I mean, there was definitely a time when I couldn't control the volume of my own voice. So, like, figure out how close to get to the microphone, especially mm-hmm. on stage and shit. Mm-hmm. And you might you might be nervous. You're like you might your mouth might be on that shit. Keith was doing <laughs> that the other day at the show. He had the, he had the joint. I'm watching yeah. Keith. It's the same microphone except it's a black mic right here. Keith is holding the mic like this. I'm like the whole black is under your hand, bro. And then, <laughs> and mind you, Keith, on the no bullshit. I might have done that about twenty times while people have been performing. What I did to you? Walked up, took the mic. And they looked at me like, oh, he want to say something. And I just mm-hmm. adjusted in their hand and, and, and move. Mm-hmm. Because people know that I'm not on my ODB shit. Mm-hmm. So they, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Chris Rock. Like, you, you like, oh, he's just coming up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. literally just adjusting the microphone. Like, yeah, I do that yeah, yeah. all the time because yeah. I'm hearing you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you know, you, you entertaining, you drinking, you, I don't, you in your mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that, mm-hmm. and I use the lighter as an example. Everything silver is your audio. You give yourself this much. Yeah. You just cut out 60% of your audio. Mm-hmm. If everything silver is your audio, mm-hmm. why are you hugging audio? Hold it here. I gotta right. say, I don't think I've ever had right. to hold a mic in my hand and sing. Yeah, because you got a guitar. a guitar. So, like, well, I've got really good at figuring out the distance when I'm holding a guitar and it's it's Because that's different, too. It's different. Mm-hmm. That's different, too. But, you, but yeah, I don't sure. know. I've never had to do that. Sure. No, it's a real it's thing. Totally and I'm telling you, especially in hip-hop, especially when we start getting passionate, we gripped a mic like yeah. the mic disappears. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there a microphone that everybody uses? Like, it's like I know for singers, mm-hmm. we use SM Sure SM fifty eights. Is there like a microphone that? All right, well that's a SM forty eight, which is why I had to get closer because I'm like, did he just say the mic we got? But um, fifty eight betas and, and I don't know what everybody else uses. Yeah. Like I said, these are SM forty eights. Um, I mean, they're very similar. I'm, I'm always wondering. Like, I wonder if there's like, because I know rap vocals are more punchy, mm-hmm. and like 58s and 48s, I think lend themselves to singing vocals more. I didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's. You know what I mean? That's full interesting. Microphone. I'm gonna have to. I, ask, that's, I was a high thought. No, I that's a question I want to actually <laughs> ask somebody that I think knows the answer because if if there's a, like I'm throwing concert series, mm-hmm. order the other mics. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I didn't know about it. My, I had a friend that owned a music store, and he's like, "Do you own your own microphone?" And I was like, "No." At the time, I didn't. And he's like, "You should buy it." He's like, "Cause it gives you more yeah. control over your sound. Yeah. It's something. It's a variable you can control at every gig. Like, I'll plug my mic in, and then you can do whatever you want with the sound. But like, it's, at least it's your microphone. No, oh, but with, with, as a vocalist, I, I see that making yeah. a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. With us, we just happy that the mic be clear a lot of yeah, times, yeah. and the um the 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 bottom comes from the bass. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like everything you, comes from that. I think the first time we actually met before that uh that event in Kensington. Oh, not Kensington. That, it, was, that, it was at it was at the um um co-op. The co-op. Yep. Um, I think we met at Sammy's place. Possibly. Back when, I think Kay, was it Kay that brought me out? Who told me to come out? Yeah, it's possible. It's quite possible. Somebody told me to come out. 
I remember I remember you because you were wearing like some like crazy not not crazy but like awesome red like leather shit like mm. full I don't know if it was leather or fucking velour or some shit I just remember I a know. big red figure and it introduces him to Sammy and I asked you if you owned the place you're like no different Sammy <laughs> probably hey, was that big it wasn't it wasn't it leather it had to be right like, it wasn't leather though you, it was yeah. the open mic it was the it was the rap open mic yeah it probably on, like, was Monday me. nights it probably was me nine times out of ten that's crazy my apologies for diving over at that no no now something I definitely wanted to ask you though you watched the Chef Mishu episode yeah what'd you think I thought it was great. She's like a good friend of mine. So it was like, I, I sat back and watched it and I was like, oh my God, what's she going to say? <laughs> yeah, because you, you know you know everything. Yeah, well, not she's, everything, she's had a life, know. man. She's she, had a life. She, she, got, she didn't get into so much. There's so needs, much. She needs movies about yeah. this. Like She's great. Like I think she really can get friend. a series about sections yeah. of her lifestyle, her life and what she's went through. Like We're talking about the chef that I had on that I met through him yeah. um, mm-hmm. a while ago. And she... Um, She's the, got killer. The conversation killer we was having earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um she mm-hmm. said she wanted to talk to people and tell people her story. So we took the cameras down to Old City Kitchen where she's um does a pop up out of. Mm-hmm. And she talked about being imprisoned over mm-hmm. political reasons as a young as a teenager, mm-hmm. having to get out of there and flee to Cuba, running to Aruba, cooking in Aruba, trying to learn two languages at a time, come to America. The craziest thing, it's mm-hmm. like Similar to your story when you just, you know, I was at the bar and then uh, this is another band that had it. Yeah. Like, she got to America. She couldn't stay where she wanted to stay because they didn't have a room for her yet. They let her leave her luggage there. She went and she got a slice of pizza from a place in Old City. That is now the place that she does her pop up at years wow. later. The first meal she got in wow. America. Or how about and the then she got she... the slice, went to the park. And bumped into her friend that yeah. she never thought That's she was going to find in America. Yeah. Wow. The same night. And he said, let's go get some weed, smoke some weed. <laughs> Look at the sky. Oh, it, like, yo, it's oh, like enchanted. You could have like, Michelle on again and get a whole nother a whole no- hour we and a half of stories, dude. Oh, I, man. She's That's lovely, great. man. She's a great time. Energy is great. She she leads with love, mm-hmm. even though her story is, is complicated. And I tell people all the time. And she insists on cooking every time I'm around, which I will not be well, angry said, about. Yeah, she, she, tells us, <laughs> she tells us that you indulge. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. So I, like my mother. It's like my, my mom's Italian. It was like a crime if you were hungry yeah. in the house, you know. Yeah, I've been I've I've, I've been to Italian dinners before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the funny thing is, it's like there's certain things on the table that I just don't readily identify. Yeah, but you're yeah, supposed yeah. to eat everything, yeah. or it's disrespectful. Yeah. So you, you gotta try, right? Just give me crazy thing is, most of it is, is is cool. You know what I mean? It's just new. But I remember like sweating like at an Italian table. Like, <laughs> Yo, her mom's gonna hate me. <laughs> what would you, do you remember what you wouldn't eat? And that was the homegirl. It wasn't like I was trying to date her. Yeah. Like, it was like friends. Do you remember what you wouldn't eat? Um, no. I know it was a lot of, um, I know it was something with fresh mozzarella on it. Uh, okay. Something that had mm. fresh, like. Just too much cheese? It was a whole lot of cheese yeah. and something mm. else. And yeah, then they, there was, uh-huh. um. They fry cheese in Italian. And it was like something that, that like there that was something that I didn't appreciate. They, the, they, the, they, the they cut it into pucks, cut it in half, bread it, and fry it. No, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, real, like, her mom, her, her mom was basically like an fried Italian grandma. Balls. Like, she was like an old. It's fire, honestly. It's fucking. She comes from one of them, you know, they got the, the kitchen upstairs and the kitchen in the basement. She comes from one of them families. Like, okay. That's real Italian cooking. 
<laughs> a whole nother kitchen. You won't even see. <laughs> my mom, my mom's so disappointed. I'm now lactose intolerant. Oh, She's like, you gotta turn down half the meal. I know, dude. It's Yo, been, when I watched Sopranos, it was like it's Thanksgiving. It's a good time. It's like you've never been to the Y.O. version. He was like, it's the anti-past, and then it's the this, and then it's the dad, and then it's. He made it sound like labor. There's so much food. There's <laughs> so much, there's so much food. There's like, there's like a pre-meal, a and meal, you know, our family's cut and out like a snack and yeah. coffee. Italian yeah. different, bro. It's different, and they lead with all the heavy shit. It feel like just give me the pie. It's always like cheese and crackers, and like yeah, like salami and. <laughs> Yeah, lots of cheese. More than you know. Now that he made that comment, I'm like, oh my god, there was so much cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think about it, right? Yeah, like no wonder black person tolerant. My body is like your body's like we've struggling. had enough. Like you reached your limit by Italian 15. Italian drinks milk every week. <laughs> Did you guys drink milk growing up? I used to drink after basketball practice. I used to drink a half a gallon to a gallon. Nah, I used to go through four no, gallons a week. I only drink milk with my my cookies. Uh, and I used to eat a lot now? of syrup. No, no. Do I don't. I, if I do, it's no, like not at all. Skin yeah. milk or and the craving is. Oh, I used to make milkshakes for myself every day too. I had a milkshake machine because I broke all the blenders, so they built me a milkshake mixer. Mm-hmm. And um, I burnt a couple of them out too. But now I can't even drink milkshakes no more. Like that's mm-hmm. the like I'm not even really tripping about milkshake because I can still do cheese. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but like I can still do cheesesteaks mm-hmm. and shit like that. But like yeah, milksh- I, I didn't milkshakes not being in my life no more really affects me. That's crazy. Like, I feel some type of way about pizza that. Pizza is probably one of the biggest things. Yeah, milkshakes and pizza, oh, yeah. dude. See, I can do pizza. pizza. I can do pizza. <sighs> sometimes, man. Oh. I don't know if it's, like, just sometimes, like, a cheese blend they use. But, like, certain cheeses have different levels of lactose. I'm not yeah, going to get absolutely. into it. But sometimes, man, that ruin, that'll ruin my day. Yeah, I'm not that sensitive. But trust and believe, I'm sure I suffer from a portion of it. But it ain't bad enough to make me stop eating it. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. I wish I could have. I had. I ain't had a, a real milkshake in my <laughs> Five years. Yeah, me too. Me that, too. That's got to be one of the greatest things on earth, though. No, like, man, you like milkshakes? I'll do a vegan joint because I can't oh, do the okay, whole. Okay. I can't do the milk. So you are you lactose intolerant as well? Um, is everybody? I won't. I probably can't I even th- say I that. I think that um, this one big well. scam by big milk. I think that when yeah, well, <laughs> what happened basically because once you no longer require human milk, yeah, you really shouldn't be drinking milk anymore. Yeah, it gets weird after that. Yeah, I mean it's weird <laughs> that we drink another it gets species. Weird after that. Exactly, no other <laughs> yeah. species does that in nature. Yeah, just I'm goes sure, to a I'm whole not sure What's tip. weirder, the fact that we drink another species, <laughs> or the fact that we did it so much that <laughs> right. we now have to like make another, a bunch of other pretend milks? Well, remember <laughs> the the cell was. Like, I drink the pretend milk. I'm just saying, because, like, what but, else we, you gonna put no, in your cereal? But they milk. sold it as. Well, now we call it milk. It ain't milk. But remember, it was the food pyramid. They sold it as yeah. you were supposed to start your day off with this amount of milk. You were yeah, supposed to yeah, eat this, yeah. this. All of that shit is upside Make down. Make your bones strong. And not to mention, depending on, and this is getting deep, where your genetics come from, everybody's food pyramid is not the same as far that's as what's facts. the best for their digestion. That's facts. And that's just geolo- geography, if you think yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everybody didn't, didn't have the same things where they people came from. So certain yeah. things just... You go, your body is still going to reject it. All right, yeah. well, I'm, a t- I'm half yeah. Italian. I, my body was not equipped for cheese, I'll tell you See, that. but that's that's crazy, though, because, like, years ago, you might have still ate it. And oh, I definitely did. Into, I definitely did. You know what I mean? Like, like, until adulthood. Like, you might have been yeah, an old man yeah, ignoring the fact that it fucks with yeah. your body and saying, yeah. I still got to eat yeah. this because this is what we eat. Yeah. Right. 
now you got enough sense to be like, or enough education to be like, you know what? It's not worth it. You gotta listen to your body. It's not worth blowing half my day <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> that's, like, that's yeah. why I stopped drinking certain stuff because I don't like hangovers. Yeah. yeah so that's I drink true, what yeah. I drink because I wake up no and play. I'm good. Yeah. No play. I'm 32 now and that fucking hangovers did not used to suck so bad. Bro, different now, right? It's different. It's like, it's not. How old are you? 31. 31. You look young as shit. Not in a bad way. I'm saying. No, man. You work that. You work that. I used to. Everybody used to have baby face. Now, I wonder if I shave my beard. You still look young. I need to get up. See. You know, I've been thinking about cutting this shit off. See, you got to realize. We know a bunch of Muslims. I can see a baby face through a beard. You still got a young ass face, bro. My god brother is one of the most intimidating people if you just look at his stature and his beard. But if you really look deep, it's like, yo, he still got that like that that soft face under there. Like it's weird as hell. I just realized I said I might I'm thinking about cutting this shit off. I don't usually say that shit. My mom if she my my mom watches this later, she's gonna fucking cheer. Oh, she's, she's with it. Fucking cheer. She wants to see the baby back. Yeah, she's been begging for years for me to go back to that. When I was in um, college, my man was about to graduate. I was a freshman. He was about to graduate, and he shaved his head bald. And everybody in the crew, because I used to be with all the seniors and shit, they mm-hmm. all shaved bald. And my man, the only other freshman that used to be with us, he shaved his. And my niggas cutting braids off, like cornrows, like hang time, like. So I'm like, oh, I'm not doing all that shit. Y'all got it. But I was at a point in my life where, like, I had I was losing a lot of people, mm-hmm. and this was something positive. Mm-hmm. So I rode, and I went to my room to get some more shampoo, whatever for niggas, because mm-hmm. you know in college mm-hmm. they ran out or whatever. And when I got back, they was like, "See you, bitching. Look, even he mm-hmm. cut his joint off. I'm like, y'all don't even know. Go ahead, and they just cut a braid off. Mm-hmm. And I was dug in, right? I get back home, I see my mom. Oh my god, my baby! Like that's what your mom is oh, waiting for yeah, with that beard, yeah. like yeah. that. That oh my, this is yeah. the boy I know. Like, yeah, yeah I ain't cut my hair no more after that. <laughs> not, not, not. Yeah, like, I've been thinking about my hair, especially with these hot fucking days, man. This is I don't remember being this hot. I don't no, you know global warming is <laughs> the thing right crazy. now. Al Gore been telling y'all for ten years. I mean, I, I, yeah, I know, they've I know, been I cussing Al Gore out this whole yeah, time. Yeah, we tried to switch over right. to clean energy, and the, the last board decided to shut all <laughs> that shit down. My dad told me, and now we blaming gas prices on the wrong presidents. <laughs> like, I mean, just pay attention to what's going on, man. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's cooler in this house <laughs> than probably seventy percent of this block right now, yeah. and we sweating. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But like we have a controlled environment. It's weird now, man. Yeah. It is. It is weird. Like even like you know like summer nights we got the fire pit. Like sit out back with the fire. It been too hot to fire hot. pit at yeah. night. You gotta wait till midnight to start the fire. Still be hot. It still be hot as hell. Eighty-five. You got enough space to, in the back. I mean, well, I'll show you. I'll Man, show you. I've been living. I've been we, living we in houses like this screen. for a long time. You be telling me you squeeze out. a fire pit back there. It's, we ain't squeezing either. And we no put shit. this projector back there and watch oh, wait, fucking Marvel maybe, movies and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I survived. All right, See don't give up too there. much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You good? You good? Oh, shit. You good? You good. It's a long avenue. You good? Everybody relax. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, true. Don't say Beverage. too much more. I'm just, you know, you've been so, drinking. I'm like out here reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. you're a connoisseur of, 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 of beers. Yeah. No. Even though no. you came with the high life today. <laughs> I said, yeah, but no, no, I am not. I, 
I think I came with the highlight last time. You came too. with highlight last time too. Mm. Yeah, it's twelve dollars so for for a twelve pack. If you had, mm. if somebody gave you a gift card, said buy what you want, what beer would you buy? Oh man, I really like Dos Equis. You know that that one uh, Mexican beer. Mm-hmm. It's actually like I feel like it just tastes exactly Which like one? a beer. Just the regular Dos Equis Amber is really good too. Mm-hmm. But just the regular Dos Equis, like it's a good fucking beer. And it's a really good beer to drink liquor with, too. Mm. Like, like it's just, I don't know. All right, so this is what we're doing. Next year, you drink Dos Equis. Okay. Next year, drink Dos Equis. All right. Put yourself in a situation where Dos Equis feels like buying Miller. Mm. All right. Dos Equis mm. just isn't available like that, though. That, too, but... Sometimes. We'll see. I'll, better, I'll get, take a stab at it. Yeah. <laughs> we got to upgrade everything, man. And the next thing you know, they give you that marketing to... And more than that, it's just a mentality. It's like, all right, what is it? We we in July, August? August. August? Yeah. Next August shouldn't feel like this August for any of us up here. (sighs) I like that. Business-wise, relationship-wise, mentality-wise. Financial-wise. Like, let's... (laughs) And mind you, what we just made, about five things. If you can upgrade two, three of them by this time next year, you done done something. Yeah, and upgrading is not astronomical things. You don't have to go from a Subaru to a Benz, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You could you can make a little more. You, you could upgrade your groceries. You can up, yeah. you know what I mean that yeah. you that you traveling these cars with and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I'm gonna way keep, up the, living. keep the ninety nine Camry. Yeah, put money in this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's why I say it ain't all about that. That part is like to yeah. each his own. Yeah. My dad has had a business my whole my whole life. He's had properties, duplexes. Mm-hmm. He recently, a few years ago, bought a fairly new BMW. He had um, used cars my whole life, mm-hmm. but we always mm-hmm. had three cars at the house just in case mm-hmm. one of them had to go to the shop. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't worried about no car note. He was worried about getting yeah. to work. You I, see what I'm saying? <laughs> so my dad like, always drove a minivan. He see? had like no shame. Jesus loved minivans. He just loved how much space was in the back. We could but all get in the car. you inherited that mentality. Yeah. You inherited that mentality. I, I yeah. treat my cars the same way. I buy what I can afford. Yeah, yeah I grew up on a minivan, minivan, Aeros 4, Aeros Star. Aeros Stars, I remember those. They used to call her I Olivia. Had, I had quite a few minivans Plymouth. myself. Yeah. My first car was a Voyager, 95 Plymouth Voyager. Voyager? She I got had me a- all my little league football games. <laughs> Broke down a couple of times on the yeah. way there, you know, Prospect, going from West Philly to, like, Prospect Park, Clifton Heights, yeah. uh, all that type of far county shit, but, you know, folks did what they had to do. I had the Mercury Villager. Mm. That was mine. I had the um, Town & Country. Mm. Uh, we I got a Town & Country for yeah, the low one time. I bought that for, like, 700 <laughs> Oh, my God, bro. Leathers and all. Oh, cabinet seats. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got my car for five hundred bucks. See, I'm into I that. I go across the bridge. I I, li- I live in West Philly and I work across the bridge in Gloucester City. I don't need nothing else. Like I live in the city. Yeah. If I want to go anywhere, I'll yeah. Uber or take a take a you know the bus. The bus runs down Chestnut Street. I got all a, the way through the middle of the city. I got a yeah. Benz wagon with the goggles off my cousin one time for five hundred. Drove that shit for like two years. Uh. And no shots, but. It still was a Benz. That's just on the highway? What, it ain't no potholes? <laughs> you be trying not to fall asleep driving that yeah, bus. That, that, right that, that thing yeah. be floating. Bull right now. That's all I'm trying to do is dodge potholes. an old family. That's all I'm trying to do is dodge potholes. You really can't drive out here today. <laughs> you see the um, 
was it a TikTok video where they put the pots in the potholes? No. They was in Philly both for like three. He said, hold up. He put three pots in the potholes. Come on. <laughs> so this right. how you fix the pothole problem. Got to right there. But that's funny though. That's because it's, it's bad, it's yo. It's bad. Because they fix a pothole, six months later it's a sinkhole. Yeah. It's like, yo, can we yeah. fix something? I think the nicest car I ever had somebody I got really lucky an old person in my family, like a family member died. And I don't know if they were they were just I don't know. He lost his vision. Okay. So he couldn't drive his car anymore and he gave it to me for like super cheap. He might have given it to me. I was super super blessed. He gave me an Infinity I thirty, like a ninety five Infinity I thirty. But it had like a full Bose system and it was an old man car, so it was well kept. Yeah. It was parked on forty eighth street. 10 years ago and somebody slammed into it and bent the left side of the car in half how long did you have it probably like a year damn but i just remember having the bose sound system that's yeah dope. Mm, bose is different you that's had, what, that's had what like, maxim had the cassette adapter <laughs> that's what i learned from maxim that's what i had yeah. <laughs> the that was my adapter. first car oh nine maxim with the bose it's not a bad it might be two bad years in maxima history you can go back to like 80 five Maximus mm-hmm. and they was perfect yeah. for that time yeah. like Hondas were great Maximus is always ahead of time yeah. I, would, I would pretty much always drive a Honda yeah. as far as, I, I mean I would I have one I have a Toyota I like Hondas I like Hondas but I've always really bought um, outside of minivans I bought a lot of Chevys I've had Luminous mm-hmm. and Avalanches and all of that and uh, quite a few Cherokees mm-hmm. I had a lot of Cherokees cool. Cherokees are cool. reliable as hell yeah. What Missy Elliott said one time, because you know she got hundred cars. Mm-hmm. She said, "I drive the Cherokee the most because when I come back from tour, that bitch start." Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I ain't got to charge the battery, yeah, it and baby, it, and you know yeah, all the maintenance that all the other cars come with. To go. It's true. I do. I do <laughs> dream of having a car. See, the thing is, you have a car. You have a car payment, like a nice. You have a nice car. You have a car payment, unless you're just buying a cash. Well, we're, we're not, I'm not doing it. Well, I, <laughs> I don't have cash like that. Once, once, once we establish the um the furniture team and you establish the furniture company, yeah, so yeah, you're going yeah, to need yeah. a furniture truck. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to get the new Silverado. That's a all electric. <laughs> yeah, that shit's dope. Or that uh, the, the Ford Maverick. Maverick, Maverick, Ford Maverick. Maverick is me. Start and it's also twenty grand. Yeah, twenty grand, mm-hmm. and then they have the electric version. I think it's like twenty three. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say it's probably five more. I think. Look at you. You like, I can put a couple more hours in. You know. Finagle that. <laughs> I need a truck. The thing is, the thing I struggle with, though, is like, I, yeah, I want a truck, but I also, like, I feel like life is so short that, like, if I'm not going to be, if I'm not going to be uh, compensated for my time advantageously, like, I'm not, I might spend more of my time with a free mind just doing shit I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not going to make a bunch of money putting in hours, I might do just more shit I want to do walking through the woods smoking weed and I think that's friends. where a lot of people are at now in life like even when you talk about what people figured out through the pandemic or the pandemic like I see value like, in working your balls off I do but yeah. I also saw my dad work his work his ass off for years and years and be a pretty miserable time. but that's the generational thing I was talking about earlier yeah. like we've literally came from a generation where we seen people that said if you work for this company for 30 years they'll take care of you and that wasn't true <laughs> and then after that they started kicking you out after 22 yeah, years man. so that they w- had to take care yeah. of you. And they said, we can bring in three people who do what you do yeah. for what you get paid. And that was the excuse. And it's like, no, you're not going to do me that. 
So every job that you get, even if it could be a career opportunity, you look at it as a moment if you're not in control. We grew up different because we've seen that backfire. We've seen that a 401k ain't all that it's cracked up to be. You got to get secondary and third and all of this shit. Well, we're not getting Social Security. That's gone. And that's been... (laughs) They've been trying to make sure that that wasn't that bin wasn't for us is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. Like that we, that's been counted out a long time ago for our generation. Yeah. Like real rap. So it's like it's it's, it's different for, for us, man. We different. That's for real, bro. Now, Keys. Yep. Last couple of years, you've been running around like a chicken with your head off. I know Fine. that you got job, bills, personal life, family, all of that shit. What have you? What has been the most? Um, exciting part about the last two years, and what have you learned in the last couple of years? Are you doing what you're doing? Like, what's what's putting the juice in your cup now? I think um, just seeing the progress, man. Seeing things and just having the faith that things can happen. Um, I'm like at a point now where, like you said, if it ain't, it, I already I did the working jobs full time for hours busting my ass and uh, it was the same thing like you said the same cycle still living paycheck to paycheck not having time and energy to do the things that I really wanted to do and pursue and all of that so at this point in time I just I feel like I got the faith that I don't have to depend on that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I don't have to depend on that I'm not letting that control my life yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's like a baseline amount of money you need to get by. I make yeah. I mean I I'm not I, I'm not struggling all that much, but like at the same time like I I also don't feel like working so hard to where I die from a heart attack when I'm 55. Like yeah. fuck yeah. it, I could die next week. Ultimately, that's, that's you where my head's around, at. Like do all of this have a secondary situation. You going to clear an extra what? 5 to 10 at the end of the year? Yeah. Right. Was it necessary right. and was it worth it? That's, yeah. that's what I'm, that's what that's I'm trying to figure out. That's, that's, that's yeah, the question. That's a, fact. Yeah. that's a fact. And you got to be able to look at that in the you know bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you because you're still trying to build towards something. Yeah. But yeah. in which in which vein? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Because exactly. anything can happen tomorrow for any or against any of us. That's a fact. But if you don't have a, a, a oar in the fact. water, you can't catch the tide. And yeah. if you just keep running the same treadmill yep. you're gonna still burn out yeah yep. like where what do you you know what i mean yeah yep. these are real things and i think that our generation one thing that I, I i point out to people like we're the first generation where you can't really tell a businessman from a pothead yeah. or a bum or yeah. like like if you want to bust yeah. with a hundred people the dude with the skateboard the backpack mm-hmm. and the spray paint all over his backpack might make a hundred thousand dollars a month yeah yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's Back in the day, it was the guy with the suit, the briefcase, yeah. carried himself a certain yeah. way. You only caught this train. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, true. the kid that hops off the train and gets on a skateboard yeah. is probably cooking out here. Yeah. And you wouldn't even readily identify it. Yeah. Wouldn't look to rob him or to get opportunity from him or mm-hmm. anything because mm-hmm. you can't. We the first generation where it's like that. Mm-hmm. At a yeah, high level. Sense. There's so many things. You got people selling sneakers, YouTube yeah. stars, all type of Things viral SoundCloud. I saw ornaments at Christmas. Just a heads up, Georgie Goodwood ornaments. Oh, Christmas yeah, ornaments. Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> I give my mama something. I make I make wooden Christmas ornaments at Christmas. What what I want Linda to get? Shout out to Linda, man. I was um, <clears throat> I ain't said it on this platform yet. 
I was talking to Dutch the other day. He was on the phone for a little bit. And he was saying um, he had met my mom one time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, when I met your mom, her energy was just so dope. Like, I just loved her energy. He was like, it felt like I met a Feeney Shakur. Mm-hmm. That's heavy. And that's Tupac's mom. Uh, Tupac's mom if you know her story she's bigger than Tupac's mom she's a revolutionary yeah, she, yeah. she she went through a lot she's one of them mm-hmm. she's a G yeah, you yeah, know and it was just like in a lot of ways my mom is similar like you she don't look like what she's been through at all like you mm-hmm. would not know that she came from where she came from to get yeah. what she get she carries up like she's been spoiled yeah, yeah, you know what I mean but yeah, yeah. not in an arrogant way like yeah, she's confident yeah. in a way that like shows but like that made me call my mom and just be like, you know, and I know Keith, you always mm-hmm. talk about the impact your mom had on you. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact that in a five minute, 30 minute meetup, she had that impact on. It's like, you yeah. know what, yo, had to make a phone call. Like, he dared they compared you to, to Mary. Yeah. <laughs> he said Tupac yeah. Bob. You like yeah. Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like Jesus That's Bob. Right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think moms right. in general. No, great. but just, just think about my mom. Like, my mom's pretty yeah. dope, too. No, but that's the thing, like, that we all have in common yeah. is that, Lucky. like, that light that all of us, the reason why we are probably at a point where I could put all three of us up here and know that we're going to have a good conversation. Yeah. Mm. That ain't really come so much from that, the other side. It came from mom's side. Oh, for sure. Yeah, my mom, yeah. she taught you how to socialize. Every yeah. day my mom calls me. She's like, oh, I just yeah. made a friend at Walmart. And <laughs> Mama Said is one of my favorite songs, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's the last track on the album, too. Mama Said, oh, oh my God. God. We're going to listen to it after we get off air. Yeah, but like, that's the last track on the album. And shout out to yeah. Mr. Hayes. He was like, yo, when Mama Said, when Keith said, I forget what the line was, he was like, that's when I was like, Nick, I'm telling you, we be having conversations. <laughs> People talk to me about y'all. Shout like when I put y'all on my platforms, whether that's Black Aware or the concert series or here, yeah. people be like, "No," nah, and they 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 talk to me because it's not the pressure of talking in front of y'all, or they might not personally know y'all. The ones that do, yeah, they yeah, gonna say yeah. certain things to you with certain things behind you. Absolutely. But nobody is running behind and saying anything negative or anything right. that sounds like fake love or like right, they saying right, it for right. me. Right, 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 right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you ain't, yeah. you ain't gotta tell me shit about Keith. I know Keith. Yeah. Motherfuckers is telling me because they like, yo, he one of them. Motherfuckers, when, when, when you got an encore on a concert series, mm. as yeah, the white guy yeah, with the so guitar. Yeah. You see what that. I'm saying? Yeah, that was so that. much fun. I had such a good time that night. <laughs> I was, I like, was so up. Honestly, I shut up nervous as fuck to that. I know. That's what, so when you were talking about being introduced to whatever, I, I wasn't part of the room you were talking about. But you said he introduced you to that room. Yeah. You did the same for me that night. And I just remember, like, you oh, said fine. he made you feel comfortable, like, relatable. You know what I mean? I keep talking about being intentional. Like, that's what these things are for. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Because we can't keep complaining about who don't do what and what the, the angles is when we control some of that. Mm-hmm. We control some of that. I'm that's at a fine. position where I don't have to necessarily... I don't have three baby moms, a car note, and all this other shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to put the pressure on juicing people out of money. I can do quality things that'll build themselves until we start making some yeah. real money off of yeah. them. But at least let's try to break even in the meantime. And if we take a little hit, mm-hmm. take a little hit. Mm-hmm. But let's do this thing mm-hmm. where we build a culture of love, respect, good energy, network. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I mean, I'm that's saying? the whole thing, though. Like, yeah. we're talking about well, do you want to work 60, 70 hours a week or do you want to do what the fuck you want to do? And, like, like 
there is a level to which you need to provide. Absolutely. You got some kids, work. Yep. I get it. Yeah. But, like, there is something to be said about just spending some time with a free mind, maybe with family or friends, or, like, fucking, I don't know, just going somewhere. Just doing Giving something. Giving yourself time yeah. to meditate on a regular basis. You spend weeks and weeks. It's a and big, years it's and something years that people can't. That's a luxury. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a luxury, right? Yeah. If you could say once a week or once a day, I set aside time to just think. Just be. And breathe. Yeah. That's a luxury. That's a fact. That's something that people couldn't even fathom. That's, that's like, it's, it's basically equivalent to working out. Like how you be like, yeah. you know, if you get up earlier, you got a couple extra hours, you work up, you, you work out, you feel better, you don't yeah. need to sleep as late. It's a mm-hmm. cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. People can't fathom mm-hmm. getting that extra hour or two mm-hmm. out of their day or their week or their month. That shit is hard. It's a it's lot. It's wild. Man. Wild. But we, every we're, day. We're, 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 no matter where everybody come from, we come from a space where people took time to look at the sky. At some point, it's true. <laughs> no matter where you come like, from, motherfuckers looked at the sky oh, at some points mm-hmm. and admired nature. <laughs> you can't even do it. Because one of my things used to be wake up early before everybody started calling me, and I would smoke like six, seven in the morning and watch mm-hmm. traffic. Mm-hmm. And just watch the cars ride past mm-hmm. at the park. Or That's whatever. a good job. And I would just zone out and I could figure my week out before nine in the morning. That's a good, that's a luxury. But after that, turmoil. <laughs> Zoo, where am I driving? Hold up, let me like the yeah. other, remember where I'm yeah. going. Like, yeah, I wish I was a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Yeah. Mornings is peaceful for me. Yeah. I, I, I wish I was. I, if there was a switch that I could flip and make myself wake up at 7 a.m., I would do it. Just like, feel like biologically, I'm not wired that way. Lately, I haven't been getting I'm up as early cool. because I've been staying up later drinking and watching it's so much going on I'm right just now doing shit i'll be up all night just doing shit so, man well, that's, that's what i feel like i have like the fear of missing out on my night and then that makes me stay up way too late and i sleep in i sleep in for that yeah. reason man. but i still don't sleep past 10 yeah no me like, i can't like 9 30 yeah. never really sees me no like, like, i'm usually I, I probably don't, i'm probably sick if i sleep past nine yeah man i'll be on the same but usually i get up and if i want to lay back down i can but i gotta like get up first i can't like Mm -hmm. just roll over it's not a i ain't did i only did that one year in college my sophomore year it's like (laughs) you get this time in college where you just learn how to sleep yeah and i went through that and i felt like a nut and i never did that shit again yeah i was rolling over like uh, five times like you're not you ever um slept next to somebody that Sets the alarm and then hits the snooze ten times. Oh, I that's me. That. Yeah, I've never set alarms because I, my body naturally wakes me up in time. That's me, bro. So for me for to be somebody, every time I set alarm, I woke up before. I feel like we but here's the thing: it we got to challenge this. It got pointless. I that always point. over. I don't miss shit. I'm, I'm on time for everything I do. I be I oversleep and wake up at the same time. <laughs> what does that mean? Like it's like I set my alarms for like five, six, six thirty. Like those would be the three times. No right. later than six thirty. I'm trying to really get up. And you wake and up I'll oversleep. Like yeah, like yeah, that would be like the, the oversleep time yeah, is the yeah, same yeah. time. You're consistent. Yeah, yeah. because like, it's the same problem with the snooze thing. Your intention is not to wake up. You're just breaking your sleep because you know you're going to sleep through it. You already uh, have it regimented to sleep through it. You're just breaking your rest. That's what makes it so crazy because it's like you know. 
you don't have to hit the alarm five times to get out of bed. You can just do that once. I have a Google Home. Or twice. That's what I set my alarm on, yeah, so I can just yell right. across the room. And it shuts shut it, up. it off. So it's the worst. I, I have to get a physical alarm again. Because, because, because once it goes off, you Once it goes down. off, I'm like, I can literally say, hey, Google, 20 more minutes, and it'll say, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I need mm. to. I need to, Joan. I gotta get up out the bed and go turn off. Yeah, that's so now yeah. I'm up. Yours is dangerous. See, mine used to be on top of the TV, but like I said, I used to lay in bed and watch it and wait for it to go off. So I stopped setting alarms. Yeah, that's right. I'm a little different, but no, man, it's been great talking to y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, great absolutely. conversation. Please, I'm gonna let our guests go first. Let people know where to follow you at, how to get in contact with you if they want some Christmas ornaments or some Goodwood. Yeah, Georgie Goodwood, Instagram for everything. And uh, Facebook, George Engel Brooks. Music, furniture. I'm a, I'm a creative. That part, super creative. <laughs> super creative. Mm-hmm. And you a vibe, bro. Yeah. Your energy is great. Love talking to you. It's mutual. I, pr- I appreciate you know, that. Definitely. Keys free. Keys Freeman, man. All platforms. TeamGhostly.com, Keith Freeman, Instagram, all social media, all music platforms. The one is out right now, not on all platforms yet. Gotta get just get it from the source. It's on TeamGhostly.com. You get it from me, uh, physically and digitally, as you can see. You flip it to the back. I wanted to take it old school, man. That's what I grew up on. Yo. You know what I mean? That's what I grew up on. I got a you know? CD player in my fucking I'm car. I'm, about, I'm taking one with me. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, uh, what yeah, that's how we carrying it, man. This is great. It will be on all platforms eventually. But um, right now, you know what? Being an independent artist, man, it's tough. So, you know, it's, we're going to try to get the support the best way we can to keep putting money into what we're trying to do, man. You know it what sound I mean? like you said you about to have a conversation with Fine Productions after this. We, we could do that too. Yeah, so we could um, do that too. definitely support both of these gentlemen. Um, both have been featured on the concert series. I'm gonna keep plugging the concert series because I don't know if people realize that 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 reach is funneling and is coming yeah. back. And um, I'm getting good responses and people are putting on great shows. And I want to mm-hmm. I don't want to act like because we did it live, it's not still on the page. Mm-hmm. Tap in with it, see what these yeah. people do. Yeah. And, yeah. and then go, you know, fuck with them on a yeah. real level because they're dope individuals and they make great products across the board. And that's why they're here in the first place, um, besides the fact that they're dope individuals. Mm-hmm. But simple with Sammy, Sam Malone, Barstool, Rug. if you ain't simple with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 in a few. <laughs> then we won't be worried about you. Flash it on me.
trust me, baby, we great. Skip block, shun hate. They ain't never me fake. They catch it late, get used to it. My whole life, I've been through it. Where I draw the line is where they tend to it. Where they tend to it. Something special, it's the way your body loves the sound. Hard to breathe and think of focus when you move around. Sitting, sipping, thinking I'm about to risk it all. You're something special, you're something special. Special. Special.